But first, another mission for you. A glacier-fed river in Asia is the focus of today's GeoQuiz. We want you to name an 1,800-mile-long river that originates in Tibet, high in the Himalayas. It winds its way south through India and Bangladesh before it finally empties into the Bay of Bengal. The river provides drinking water for millions of people along the way, as well as irrigation to farmers. But climate researchers say the high-altitude glaciers that are the source of its river are melting fast. This scientist has been out to see one of these massive glaciers up close. It's this ice field that caps a beautiful series of mountains, and it pours over a cliff in a series of ice falls that resemble teeth, so the Dragon Tooth Glacier. Coming up, we'll hear more about the fate of that Dragon Tooth Glacier. First, name the river that gets its waters from it. Our GeoQuiz takes us to the remote Himalayan nation of Bhutan. That's where Aaron Putnam is. He's a climate research scientist at Columbia University. Aaron, why choose a remote mountainous region of Bhutan to do climate research? Well, it's it's um, this remote mountainous region is uh, serves as a major water resource. The glaciers and the snowpack in the Himalayan region are the major source of water that, that flows downstream and serves as drinking water and hydropower. We're looking at a glacier, the head of one of the tributaries that feeds into the Brahmaputra. So the Brahmaputra River is the answer to our geo-quiz. Give us a description of the ice field. What are you seeing when you go out there? Okay, well, well first of all, we um, it was a, a welcome sight because it took us six days of walking to get in there. Our campsite was about just shy of 17,000 feet. And it's, it's this ice field that caps a beautiful series of mountains, and it pours over a cliff in a series of ice falls that resemble teeth. So we call it the Dragon Tooth Glacier, which our Bhutanese colleagues refer to as the Druxo Gangri. So it's a beautiful, quite rugged place, and the air is quite thin. So tell us about this glacier and, and how you're actually measuring the impact of climate change on it. Okay. First of all, we're going actually going onto the ice and putting stakes in the ice that over the course of the following years will help us to measure how rapidly the ice is melting. And that is, of course, important for the discharge down the rivers. The second approach involves trying to assess the way in which these glaciers have changed in the past in response to past climate change. And we're using geologic method that um, by tracing the former limits of the ice and reconstructing uh, how it's changed. And the uh, third component of the research is to use tree rings. And we're, we're working with some folks who are experts in this subject who will try to decipher the last few centuries of climate change from nearby tree rings. So we're, we're trying to get a comprehensive view on how glaciers respond to climate change in this part of the Himalaya. What do you have a sense of in terms of the before and after shot of this glacier? What does it look like today? What do you think it looked like, say, 100 years ago? I mean, that's one of the things we're trying to quantify. But at, at first glance, it looks like uh, that 100 years ago, the ice was considerably more extensive. It produced a beautiful ridge of 
debris, which has now been abandoned and been replaced by a large lake, the ice has retreated up onto a, a series of cliffs and is now just a, a small ice field. They appear to be receding at a fair pace, consistent with the rest of the Himalaya. So what does this mean for the people who depend on this tributary of the Brahmaputra for their livelihood, for drinking, for farming? I'd say that's it's, a, it's extremely important because the glaciers essentially are, are long-term indicators of what the snowpack is doing. The snowpack is the primary source of, of water that, that drains down into, into this major river system. So it's going to affect the water tables in Bangladesh, the recession of, of the snow and ice in the Himalaya, and it will also affect the hydropower generation downstream, in this case in Bhutan, which is a major resource that is exported to India and Bangladesh. So it, it's, it, it will reach many facets of people's lives downstream. What about when you speak with the local Bhutanese? Are you getting a sense from them that they're impacted by this glacial melt? Oh, they're very cognizant of, of the problems. In fact, the reason why we're here is because we're collaborating with the Bhutanese government, particularly the Hydrology and Meteorology Department. Hydropower is a main resource for them, and so they're um, extremely interested in the glaciers and mountain snowpack, and they, they want, they're very proactive about understanding the problem and, and, and mitigating it. Water from a melting glacier, what does that taste like? <laughs> it's pretty gritty. When you brush your teeth, I'm sure it uh, probably does a good job of cleaning off your teeth, but it probably cleans off some of your enamel as well. <laughs> Aside from gritty, does it have a pure taste? Actually, it's a little bit muddier than most, uh, most water, to be honest. <laughs> doesn't sound quite as good as Fiji water now. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Aaron Putnam, research scientist at the Lamont Doherty Earth Observatory at Columbia University, giving us the answer to our geo-quiz today, which is the Brahmaputra River. Aaron, thanks for speaking with us. Okay, thank you.